there's a filter on you and it's Do kind I of look crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like what kind of crazy? You look like different. <laughs> you look like Mulan. Oh. Wait, why? I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why did you pick that filter? I don't know. I thought it would be cute. Well, I'm going to start the new year off not looking like Mulan. Well, Mulan is cute. She is, as a cartoon. She's our only uh, Asian representation. Did you watch the um, new one? I did not. I didn't want to pay for it. I'm, I'm really sad because I heard really, really, really bad reviews on it, so I haven't watched it either. Well, I watched the first half of it because someone sent me a link to How dare you? <laughs> But I fell asleep. Oh dang! I only watched good. yeah half of it. It wasn't. It was. Is it because you were drunk, or is it because it wasn't good? Um, probably a mix of both. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was that appealing to me to begin with. Once I heard that they cut out the singing, there was no no mushu mushu. Yeah, little dragon. I just I was like, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah, I don't want to watch a I have- historical documentary. <laughs> Wild I want a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised because did you watch the the Lion King remake? Um, with Beyonce. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So I thought that the Mulan would be really good too. I like all of the remakes. Except for Mulan. Except for Mulan. They would do us like that. They did us dirty. <laughs> and what a horrible year for Mulan to come out. I know. With just not only obviously the pandemic, but with in the beginning of the year, everything going on with the Chinese virus. That's true. I, I think it's still going on. <laughs> I don't know. Are people still calling it the Chinese virus? Um, I haven't heard it as of late, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, I don't know if I ever told you about this guy at my gym who's just a straight up racist and um, yeah, total Trump supporter mm-hmm. and um said that, you know, the Chinese people are just bringing the virus all over here in the middle of the gym during class while I'm two feet away from him. Wow. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? Um, I let it go the first time, but I, I don't know what happened the second time. I just, like, snapped, and then I heard him recently the other day. He's like, yeah, I just don't like when people attack me like that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I mean, just watch what you're fucking saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to have your own opinion, but you need to read the room and see who's there. So, read the room, folks. Yeah. Read the room. If you didn't want a reaction from me, <laughs> just read it. Okay, so you are American. Yes, clearly, we've been here. Um, I'm American. As that well. is our nationality. Yes, yes. So, do you get offended if someone talks about Chinese people in terms of? specifically like people that live in China currently and like don't speak English that never lived in America they're like grouping those those people together and you're not in it because you're American or do you feel like you are part of those people I think it's half and half yeah I mean I still have a lot of family in China and I mean I've gone back and I still feel very close-knit to that so Mm -hmm. when people talk about that um I do get a little offended, but I also know that, you know, we grew up completely differently. Mm-hmm. And I think people who, I mean, people don't even know what's really going on over there. Yeah. Right? And like how people are, it's just based off of certain videos and whatever they can see. Um, but yeah, what about you? I was born in Los Angeles and I've been to Korea <laughs> only two times in my life. Yeah. 
However, I still feel very strong connection and deep yeah. roots to the country and the people of Korea. And I feel like I am Korean. So if someone were to talk about Korean people, I very much feel included in that. Yeah. And yeah. you are Korean. I'm Korean, baby. <laughs> I'm a banana. You're a banana. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Banana. Yeah, you're a banana. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Is that Twinkie? They used to call it Twinkie. Or you're yellow on the outside, oh, yes, white yes. on the inside. Yes, banana's healthier. We're in we're in new age now. Yeah, we're talking about Twinkies. <laughs> you know what Tommy told my mom over dinner? We what? were eating Korean barbecue uh-huh. and he goes, Mama, I think I'm pretty much Asian. He was like, Yeah, I think I'm like Asian. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, you're white, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what is the what what is he? He is half Italian, half Irish. Okay. But so he feels more connected to I uh, Italian side. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, what I meant was, okay, if he's yellow on the inside and white on the outside, uh, what is he? On the inside, white on the outside. A inverted... <laughs> I don't know I don't, where I was does going. That exist? I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Everyone needs to help us what that is yeah. called. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's the start of a new year. Happy 2021, Happy. baby. I know. We survived 2020. I think like surviving barely, was... Like surviving. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. That was the easy part. Yeah. Now it's what do you do after? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like normally at the beginning of the year, I'm always like very hopeful and excited and just ready to take on the year. But I feel like I'm just tired. Yeah. Like, I am honestly just so tired. It's You're like ready for a nap. Every, yeah. I just want to nap through the whole year. I've already survived 2020. I don't know, like, if I can handle 2021. Um, but, yeah, like, this, the way that this new year is feeling, it just feels very different than any other new year's. I feel like everyone is very excited to get into this new year Mm -hmm. and hopeful. Um, But at the same time, just it's still very bleak. (laughs) People have their reservations, right? It's like, I feel like we kind of have PTSD from last year because we were just so excited for 2020. And I mean, obviously it was kind of a letdown in, you know, in a lot of senses, but and so it's kind of hard to look forward to this year, even though it's like we should be because it's it's a new start. But it's pretty stressful thinking about like all the things that you have to get done this year and knowing, OK, what other kinds of obstacles are going to come up? Because I don't think we ever really thought about how difficult it could be to reach certain goals mm-hmm. until this last year. Yeah. When like every day things were changing, every day something new was being thrown at you and yeah, it just gets kind of tiring just having to react and um, adapt to new things pretty much every day. Yeah. I think it's definitely a mental game, too. And I think some people have been really strong about keeping up with their resolutions and keeping up with their goals. And then some people, like myself, <laughs> have kind of just fallen behind. And you get into this rut and this mindset of like, okay, well, no problem. I'll continue on with my goals. Um, once things normalize again yeah. and it, like you just keep putting it off putting it off yeah. well, it's like you can't keep putting it off You're <laughs> it's, been start. <laughs> it's been a year now it's been a year well we gotta get back on it yeah. again 
how to get back on that pony and ride it. <laughs> um, so how do you, like, how do you think that you're going to deal with stress this year? Eating my feelings away. <laughs> Eating and drinking my feelings away. No, you already did that last year. <laughs> I know. I already did that last year, you guys. 2020 was the year of just, like, not giving AF. <laughs> so 2021, we got to rebuild, mm-hmm. refocus. Um, stress. I'm not really good at dealing with stress. You're not? I'm not. I really? think people think I am because, like, I try to just stay bubbly and happy all the time. But, like, inside, internally, I'm, like, <laughs> like about boiling. To yeah. And, like, I know uh, when things just start to build up, I get really anxious and I cannot concentrate on not one single task. You get, like, paralyzed. Yes. Yeah. I'm, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm, like, shaking. I get so, like, anxious and just there's, like, a knot in my stomach. And I just cannot focus on anything. Okay, well, you've made it this far in life. So, like, what do you do once you reach that point? (laughs) When I reach that point, I find it helpful to be like, okay, take a step back and be like, bitch, get a handle on this. Mm -hmm. Um, And is that exactly what you do? You just, like, do that little... I go like this. And then you're good? Yeah, I shake my head. I snap my fingers. That's some witchery right there. Um, and then I, I really do find it helpful to write down like everything that I actually need to get done. Cause yeah. I feel like if I just keep it in my head, I just don't really have a clear sense of direction mm-hmm. and I overwhelm myself. But mm-hmm. if I write it down, I'm like, Oh, that's actually not too bad, you know, and just try to map it out. Right now. Have I done that yet? No, I have not. But- oh, so this is what you plan to do in 2021. <laughs> So your whole head is still a mess right now. it's still a mess. I'm like, I just got to get through these next two weeks. Yeah. These last are... (laughs) You just got to start the year off right. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that actually really does help. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not just um, clearing your head a little bit, but actually being able to physically check things off, I think makes you feel a sense of relief. Yes. No matter how small it is. Um. So yeah, I definitely think that you should do that. I think so too, because there, I just, in my head, when I'm thinking about it, I feel like I definitely have a long list of items that I need to get done. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, if I just write it down, I should be good. Okay, we're going to check in with you in a few weeks to see how that goes. Oh, good Lord. That's another thing is you need someone to hold you accountable. If you cannot hold yourself accountable to the things that you need to do, then you need to find someone else who will. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why people look into like life coaches and Mm -hmm. business coaches. I can be your life coach. Oh, shoot. (laughs) She's scary. Are you ready? No, I don't (laughs) want it. (laughs) That's why people like mentors and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And you do um, like mastermind um, meetups. Yeah. I think everybody, I, I think our whole lives, we've always had things paved out for us, right? I mean, it's like you go to elementary school, you go to middle school, you go to high school. You, I mean, you're taught to go to college and then, and then you're like, Oh, here you go. Figure out yeah. the rest of your life. And it's like a lot of us, myself included, don't know how to plan for stuff like that. Fly little birdie. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I my wings don't even work yet. <laughs> you know, you're just like kicking me out of the nest. Um, but yeah, I think that's why people really do look to like life coaches and mentors because you know what, they're still helping them 
they're not just going to build that path for them, but like teaching you how to build it. Yeah. Like in the future, you don't have these like possible meltdowns. <laughs> have you ever had a meltdown? Do you think? Honestly? Like not Britney status, uh-huh. but yeah. And for me, it's like, I just hold everything in and there'll just be like this one day where I will just like burst into tears and I'll cry for two minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then go through that list of things that I have to do to get over it. Yeah. Do you think as a woman, your hormones kind of play into that too? Do you ever feel that there's a connection between like when you are PMSing or, you know, Um, where everything is intensified? I would say before, yes. Um, But I feel like everything, I'm pretty just even keel. Now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? It's probably TMI. Sorry, Tai Tai, but <laughs> I'm a very irregular cycle. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I do. So I can't, like, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, that's why I'm sensitive right now. I'm about to start my period. Um, but sometimes I'm like, What's I start my on? period. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that that's was why- it. Yeah. Because I'm like, why was I so stressed out about that? Or why was I so emotional about that? Or like you want to react like to react no. that way to certain things, right? No. And sometimes I try to catch myself. I'm like, wow, I'm being like crazy right now, or I'm overthinking. You're this. like, but send the text anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jules, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Okay, he just he just did whatever. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't bring you water. Like, <laughs> no, I totally understand those feelings. Um, and okay, well, since we're talking about girl stuff. Um, I feel like, you know how some people, they get on birth control and they go crazy? Mm -hmm. I think for me, it was a complete opposite. I think I was psycho Uh and then it just like made me, oh, it is what it is. I don't have those like. Well, did it like make you mellowed psycho? I think it mellowed me out, which is like actually very good Uh in comparison to what it could be. Because I've definitely seen when people first get on birth control, like they're literally crazy. Me. Me. And then that's why people don't want to take it because I don't, I don't know. But for me, I think it really did just mellow me out a lot. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, are you on it still? Yeah. Okay. You're like, are you sure? <laughs> Stay on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm not on birth control. I, it makes me crazy and I don't like it. So I'm not on birth control, the pills. Um, I tried an IUD mm-hmm. too. That, no, do not advise. Like, I feel like gynecologists push it. Because, you know... Did they get a kickback? Did I tell you what I said? <laughs> <laughs> they push it. Yes. They push it. And then I got it. And it was, I think, just really not good. It was a horrible year. Yeah. Not even just the year. It was when I decided to get it removed. Oh. Yeah. No. The, it was like the next couple of months were also not good, too. It was just crazy. And you feel like you're not in control I had brain fog I gained a whole bunch of weight I just was tired all the time emotional this is all extra stress that I feel like only <laughs> women have to go I through no men don't you know, worry about this you know along with like figuring out your career figuring out if you're gonna get married like wanting to do all these other things in life and you have to deal with the fact that you might be PMSing and needing to eat four dozen donuts yeah. in the middle of it and then crying over the fact that you got fat from eating the four donuts, four dozen donuts. 
Do you find it offensive if a, a male says something like, oh, or is it Shark Week or something? I do. You do? Yeah. I do. It's like, that's not fair. I don't think it's fair that you can just like blame it on that. It might be that reason. <laughs> but you don't get to say but that. But it's also like, if I have any emotion towards anything, if I'm upset, if I'm this, if I'm that, like it's automatically pushed towards, oh, you're, you're being a girl. Yeah. And it's because you're hormonal. It's like, no, I think maybe you're just being a dick. Yeah. And maybe you could stop that and I won't react the way that I'm reacting. I feel like that's what people used to say, like why women can't be bosses or why a woman could never be the president because mm-hmm. she's going to be emotional or you never know if it's going to be her special week where mm-hmm. she's going to be like heightened. It's always like used against you mm-hmm. where, I mean, I think as long as it's controlled, it could be very beneficial because it's like, I think women are more compassionate, mm-hmm. you know, because they know what it feels like to just be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, what is like, we can bleed. That makes us a machine, right? Oh, yeah. A machine. A machine. A machine. We are machines. <laughs> uh, uh, do you think partners should be understanding when, and this is not just for, you know, girl to guy. It could be like guy to guy or reverse way back to the woman when you know that your person is stressed out. Mm-hmm. You know that they're dealing with a lot, but they're kind of being a Me? dick. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of being a dick. Yeah. Like, you think that you should be understanding and compassionate and be patient? I think that maybe the first couple of times, um, yeah, you can be like that, but eventually, I mean, that kind of behavior should not be tolerated forever. You know, it's like you have to... You have to be understanding, but you also the other person also has to want to grow mm-hmm. and learn like, okay, I shouldn't be mad because you dropped the chips on the floor, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I think there is an understanding there, but both sides have to work together. Yeah. What do you think? I think so too, because I think it's kind of like worse on the partner's end. Like, you know, you know that your person is stressed out and they're dealing with all this stuff personally or at work mm-hmm. and you want to be there for them but at the same time I'm like dang you like, want to slap them you crazy <laughs> like why, why do I have to go with this yeah. right now but yeah I think you got to be understanding patient but to an extent because you yeah. don't I think me on the other end of that being a stressed out person I think it could easily take advantage yeah. of the people that love you or like around you to. yeah yeah <laughs> I can be mean to you right yeah. now yeah so just be patient and understanding mm-hmm all right, let's let's wrap this with your top three things that you do when you're stressed. I kind of threw that at you. I Whoa! I kind of threw that at you. Top three things I do, like my reaction. Um, no, how to cope with oh, it. Like, let's say you had a really stressful week, stressful day at work, and it's your weekend now. You come home. What are you doing? Um, I am honestly one, being a complete fat ass. I mean, that was like donuts and donuts, (laughs) noodle, just like anything. And then being a complete couch potato. So that kind of just all rolls into one. Uh And then um, honestly, I think if it's like come Sunday, write it down and just plan what the rest of the week is going to be like. Because I feel like if you don't think about it at all, Mm -hmm. and then you start that week off, you're just gonna be just as stressed as you were that Friday before. Yeah. So I think like completely just let yourself go Mm -hmm. and just enjoy your weekend, but then set aside a little bit of time to prepare for the next week. 
I thought you were going to say, like, I go run a mile in two minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think I run at, like, the speed of light or something? <laughs> well, that was going to be thrown in there somewhere. But we're no. keeping it real. Yeah, I'm keeping it real. Yeah. I mean... Okay, I like to exercise. I like working out. But, I mean, if you're telling me what do I do to, like, relax, it's definitely not going running. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, I think there is, yeah, that element of, of comfort food. <laughs> <laughs> comfort food. No, I think, okay, this makes me sound like an alcoholic or something. But before the food, I think I'm like, okay, I need a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm coming home. I need a glass of wine. I think... Two, it depends on my mood. It can either go, I'm going to stay in bed all day and watch Netflix and I do not want to see a soul. Like, don't mm-hmm. even want to bother. Or I need You're to You're going to go people. out. Yeah, yeah, I need to go out. I need to decompress. I need to hang out with just good vibe, high energy people. Mm-hmm. That's another thing too is when I'm stressed, I do not want to be around anyone who is... A Debbie Downer? A Debbie Downer. Like, it, I'm the only one allowed to be stressed in this party right now. <laughs> only I'm allowed to cry. <laughs> I need some good vibes around me. Yeah. Um, and then, so let's say that's like the Saturday, Friday, Sunday... Um, cleaning mm-hmm. and then just like getting my life back in order, <laughs> yeah. right? Whatever it is, like cleaning or going grocery shopping and then meal, meal prepping. prepping. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, like, yes, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I got my shit together yeah. and we're good and I like feel better. I think, I think it all stems down to always just having a plan. Yes. Right? I mean, that's pretty much everything we've talked about is like just knowing that these are the things you have to do, but you have to set aside time to do things that you like. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's the moral of our story here is always have a plan. <laughs> Stress, always have a plan. Yes. Right. Find a life coach. Find- Call me. Call her. She's uh, <laughs> taking new, what are they? Like, what would you call the people that you're coaching? Clients. Clients? It sounds so impersonal. Like, Well... reach out to her all right (laughs) y'all happy new year happy new year